on the new Bay Hub podcast. Get, get, get the deep Bay Area All right, y'all. Uh, we made it three of three with Jeremy Castro. And uh, in this episode, you're going to hear a bunch of stuff like uh, stories about Obama, Mostef, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, we talk about Black Lives Matter, uh, Power of Your Word, Finding Your Passion, and my boy Calvin Carell. And during this episode, we mentioned a few times that the hoodie that uh, Jeremy made for me, the Hand of a Heart hoodie. So I just wanted to refer that so you guys knew. So uh, enjoy the podcast. Hi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like that's where, <clears throat> like, he just brought up uh, Obama, right? And one of my sort of like, like nowadays, back when I went to Occidental College in 19 after Alameda High in 1995. Barack Obama that that name really wasn't it didn't really resonate yeah. with the world yet no but he went to Occidental College right so he went to my same college you know decades before me <clears throat> but when I think about it because he made some sort of reference you know like Neil made a reference to to Obama and like now it's like I start thinking about it and I'm like man like that college actually I think it it, it they identified me as somebody you know my college essays whatever it was that I did and all the things that they were like yo this like we'll buy into this kid <laughs> you know this 18 year old kid from Alameda that wants to play football or something right you know just like maybe they bought into Obama going to that school like oh man this you know Barry was you know what he was known as back then and like this Barry kid seems like he's got something right mm. and I think that in our lives the goal is to have people around you that think you could be something that maybe you aren't today yeah you don't realize yeah. it and that's a true that's what a true leader mm-hmm. is dude or a coach you know yeah and that's i think to bring it back to this coaching idea is like man because that's what i really think of myself is, is like my ideal job here is just to be a coach all day just to like facilitate teach you know <clears throat> bring in friends of mine like you to come in and do things and mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know like other people that i that i that i that i get to know and have them come in and and either participate in what we're doing, teach what we're doing, or maybe they're people we do stuff for. Yeah. Right? And yeah. like, you know, and that's that's my ultimate dream, I think, with this thing, is where I could just, like, sort of, like, I kind of say it like this, is I just kind of want to kick it all day. That's what I want to, that's my ultimate job. <laughs> of course. All that, day. Who doesn't? <laughs> right? Who doesn't want to kick it all day? So how do y'all come up with your stuff? Like, the ideas, let's say, he came up with the heart hand, yeah. right? If someone came in here and they don't have a design in mind how do y'all come up with something do y'all have like somebody says well here's this this and this how do y'all come up with stuff and well i'm going to premise this and say that um i'm not the most creative person in the world right like i you yeah you come up with but you do have a strategy of like how to attack like this design like you had you had to figure it out because you you came up with that design no 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 well i came up with the design but he didn't know how to yeah because it was it it was like it was a graphic that was like it was an emoji yeah it was an emoji and i know people out there were not visual Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. the on his um hoodie it's a heart with a hand on on top of the heart Mm -hmm, yeah so and that and this was because he he kind of gave me a, he gave me a graphic it was an emoji and it was like over text message and and the the, the key is that we're talking about in a digital world and that sweatshirt right now is physical analog real life right? yes sir 
what I'm really good at is translating, and this maybe goes back to us being a product of the 80s and 90s, is, is taking something in the digital world that we got on our phone or whatever and translating it into a physical thing. Because that's what I have to do. Just like, yeah. you know, music getting translated into an MP3 or something, right? There's it's like a I'm pathway. Kind of, yeah. And the strategy. pathway I have to go is, is from digital to analog, right? Analog being that Nike swoosh sign you got on your chest right there. It's like, okay, how do I get that on there? Right? That's a first challenge, let alone the actual design, right? So, like, with, with Domingo's thing right here, that was less of a design challenge for me. And it was more of like, okay, here's an emoji. Does he want me just to print it exactly like it looks right because, with the different yeah, shades that wasn't going to look no, it wasn't, wasn't going to look very good right. right and i think this is where my real skill is i'm like well if i just do exactly what you kind of asked me to do which is what a lot of people in this world kind of do is like, okay you want me to print that for you and they try to figure out how to print it and it doesn't really look that good what i do is i say hmm this is kind of what you want let me give you what i think is the best representation of what you're looking for in a way that I think is going to make you feel good about it. It's also going to be in a way where it's not, and I want to make it hell of expensive and I want to keep it like effective for everybody. Like, I just think it's like, you know, if I would have done what, what you kind of asked me to do, I was like, I could have printed on this digital machine, but it would have looked kind of janky. About muddy. You know, yeah. And then I was like, hold on. Like the, the best way for me to do it is if I do an embroidery and it's going to like feel and that's, yeah, that's some, like, it's legit. solid. It's solid. Like, that is that's it's like, like a solid. That's piece some like high end type stuff, right? Oh, totally. High end. Well, well, I don't being, understand like like embroidery. Yeah. Like high high end is like embroidery. I guess like think about the history of like I don't know, go back to like lace factories or something in England and like you know how do you how do you figure out the stitching pattern right. to like sew a heart? Yes, think sir. about all the people that do. Um, like my girlfriend was just doing some embroidery. We're like do, like doing little like flowers and cactuses and like needles and yeah you had and, to go in and yeah, out like with the little right, yeah, right, right. stuff yeah. and like, and like the it's layers a, it's a real real crazy art form yeah right? It is. right and it's like that's why it's it, so expensive i mean yeah i mean you could hear my machines going over there those are all our embroidery machines um and so the you hear that like the these are needles going in and out and so there's a lot there's a lot fewer people that can do embroidery because there's the machines are harder it's way more of like a it's a different technology, right? So there's like you could find somebody who could have a little screen printing machine in their garage or something like that, yeah. right? Yeah. But like embroidery is is like Ralph Lauren polos has an embroidery hit right there. You know, it's not usually a printed thing. The embroidery is always a little bit of an upscale element to something, gotcha. right? We're like that right there. You're wearing that Nike swoosh is a printed thing. For Nike, that's cool. Nike's not like the upscale. You know, they're upscale-ish in some ways, more sport, name, sport but, leisure or something, right, right? right? But Ralph Lauren, like, they'll have some screen-printed stuff, but at the end, it's the embroidery that really adds that that sort of high-end detail. Gotcha. And, like, I wasn't really thinking that necessarily high-end for, for, you know, that wasn't, like, my idea, but I was like, I want to give something, and I didn't know what these hoodies were for. I know, you had no right? idea. I just knew that it was, you asked me to do it, and I knew it was for a reason, and you only wanted two of them. Right. And that's the other hard part, too. This isn't a game where making two is kind of hard to do. Making a thousand is also hard to do, but that's the better way to do it. Yeah. You right. Can streamline it, efficiencies, the machines are all ready for that. Right, right. So making two is the other challenge. I'm like, okay, how do I only make two of these for Domingo? 
and make it so it's not going to be hella expensive and also hella janky, right? So, and this is not design in my eyes. This is more problem solving, right? So I'm like, okay, you know, and I'm short on time and I'm trying to figure out how to like get all these pieces, you know, together because at the end... Which was shocking. You, I was you, like, you, how did you pull that yeah, off? <laughs> and and you, you had to nudge me a couple times, right? You're like, hey, you checked in on me. And I was like, thank God he checked in on me because... I got hella stuff going on. I know. And I had to find that like little bit of time to give it the brain power and get it through my pipeline and all my systems and whatnot. But like, so for me, it's sometimes less about the design and it's more about the execution of it, right? Of like, how do you do it? How do you problem solve that? How do you look at what it is they're trying to do with it before you even think about a design, right? It's like, it's more a matter of like, okay, so tell me what your goal is with it. And then what I could do is from there, I could help you determine how to solve the design problem because sometimes it's like okay you want a thousand shirts okay well let's think and where are they going to like what's the budget like where you know is it going to be something free are you selling it or like what are you trying to do with these things what's your what's your goal okay i could work a design into that that'll strike that now if it's most deaf or yasin bay and he's like yo i got an idea it might just be easy as just putting some text on a t-shirt right you know because right. he's right now sending like i got all these little things in my phone of like Ideas. these little poems that he's kind of throwing out right of, like little words Dope. and little phrases and he's like he wants maybe to put those on some shirts and he's like well you know we don't really need too much design with some of those things let the words speak for themselves now sometimes it might be some, he had this one shirt that he was calling the microsoft sandwich club <laughs> like <laughs> what? okay I, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, but I'm, I mean, I'm gonna pull this thing up Microsoft just so you guys, Club. just so you guys can see how ridiculous this thing is. <laughs> um, like it is. Uh, this is wild. Yeah, man. dude, it's it's this it's comedy. But wild. so from like just to kind of get on this idea of design, right? Is like um, sometimes the design isn't the most important thing. Is kind of what I, I think I'm sort of getting at. Okay. Right? Is like it's really can can you capture like the essence of something and sometimes like it's like i think i want to say half of the stuff we sell it's not about design it's about content right uh, now same time it helps if the design is good yes right i mean right. you can sell yeah. a lot more units um, and whatnot and i think that the design is something where a lot of times people come with design which which is really helpful too right where like they bring like you brought me that element mm-hmm. i had to figure out how to alter it or adapt it so usually what i do is i'm more of a translator than a than an actual designer now if i need some design like i've got some dudes yeah. you know like i got people oh yeah like this one dude named kevin pride like i hit him up every time i need something like super special done or he can dope. draw like I'm trying to if i got any of his art dope i do have some of his art over there hiding in nice. different places but like like we did like this thing with Jason Paul, like we did this National nice. Geographic. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The symphony Whoa. for our world. That's another now, homie. I help, I help <laughs> create this thing, but there were all these elements that National Geographic provided. That's beautiful. So that I didn't have beautiful. to like create it, but I had to manipulate it. Right. And to make right? it pop yeah. and make it fit and make it work. And, and that's, I feel like for the most part, that's kind of what I do. Right. Is like, is a lot of that type of stuff where it's mostly translation. You're and an assist. About, yeah. Uh, yeah. J exactly, kid. Yeah. So did you, JC. I'm with it. JC. Did you have this kind of, you know how everybody this? starts in a garage. This is, this is his Microsoft uh, Sandwich Club t-shirt. Microsoft Sandwich yeah, Club. Yeah. And it's, and there's a, 
you can see that there's somebody riding on a dolphin inside of that. <laughs> okay. It, it, it's a so basically, what? and, and um, I'm going to be making this this uh, I guess public on the interwebs, but <laughs> the um, the idea behind the the Microsoft Sandwich Club shirt is that. Microsoft is so evil that they'll eat dolphins in a in a sandwich. Okay, right? okay, I got that. And then the the person riding the dolphin inside of the like you can. Oh, if you keep you looking. See, yeah, oh, see. I didn't even see that. Yeah. Oh, who sure. is that? Yeah, that's the. I'm not gonna say who it is. Oh, okay. But um, you you guys can maybe figure that out. But he's somebody who I think killed a horse when he was riding on a horse not too long ago. Oh Jesus! So it's a double, triple yeah, meaning. Yeah, yeah. You and, know. and I'm like, yo, that guy. I saw the person, but yeah. I. Yeah, so it's like, it's somebody it's, it's somebody I was like that dude might want to come beat you up, dude. I don't know, man. I don't, should we put the should we put him on that shirt? Yeah, that's putting so, it, that's putting it but, out there. But that some some famous artist that Yasin kicks it with helped him design that. Okay. So, and that they were probably just kicking it in Barcelona. <laughs> and this is this is what comes out of it, right? <laughs> that's that's really this out, bro. <laughs> yeah, and that's then he's crazy. like sending me like these little like. Like little poems sick, or whatever that he's sick. making on his iPhone. Wow, like, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Do you ever like <laughs> sit back on your, on your bed, like looking at the ceiling, and it's like I can't believe oh. I have come this far with my business. You're I like think, my life. Do is you crazy. ever think about that, man? Like, you got it. Yeah. Like, I mean, talking to every day, every know, day, every day, every single, every single, like even right now talking to you guys, I'm thinking that just because it's like, what it, what chain of events happened? that brought the three of us together right now yeah a like, lot yeah i mean like that that's what i think is the most powerful thing forget like the names of you know whatever like ce- celebrity right, like I'm, right. I'm with it and i i i gawk at it just as much as the next person right just in the sense of like like i saw marshawn on conan and he's wearing a beanie that, that like, you made, made. That and i'm just sitting there cracking i'm just i'm like, literally wow. laughing at myself but i'm also in awe because the whole interview is about some interesting, impactful shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? It's It has nothing to do with, I think, Marshawn Lynch, the celebrity. No, and it right, has everything right. to do with Marshawn Lynch, the person. The person, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think that, Absolutely. like, and I think hopefully what, what my goal is, is every relationship, and this is what I, I literally am working on instilling with everybody in the shop mm-hmm. here, is like, guys, like, the other day when Little B came by, like I don't know if you know who Little B no, is, right? No. So, unfortunately, no. but and so that's how I am, right? I'm like, and we're plus we're at the age we're like, you know, yeah. some of these young we're selective, like, we're, we're not right. selective, but we're also like, we're just not hip to all the game anymore, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I said the name Little B to my team that sits at this desk, and I was like, hey, Little B's gonna come by the shop. You guys know who that is? And they're like, they're like, oh my what? god, he's a legend. And I'm like, wait up me on some game up me on I need to know I like teach me you know and I have all my sort of I call them my litmus test people <laughs> this kid this guy named Foster who, who moved on. back up to Portland he's the dude when I'd say some names I'm like hey Foster we're shipping something to try I can't even think of some name like one of the best players on the Utah Jazz I'm trying to think of what his name is Th- that dude yeah. I say his name I don't really know who he is and Foster's like oh damn he's like He's like one of the best power forwards in the league. Yeah, and he's you know? breaking it down. And bro. I'm like, oh, cool. All right, well, I'm, we're shipping him some T-shirts today. Perfect. You know, and, and so half the time I got to ask. I have a couple people that are my litmus tests. I was like, yo, I'll throw a name out, and they'll give me the response of who this person is so I kind of get sure a sense because I kind of usually don't know, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Because I'm just not hip to the game, really. And so, like, 
when little B was coming in, I got this sort of request from the person that was bringing him in. Is like, hey, he just doesn't like photos taken, right? You know, like people like ah, ah you know, all the fan. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, over I was like, I was like, and this sort of where where I'm going with this is it made me recognize that like I've actually instilled in my team here is like, yo, I don't care who comes in here, you treat them all the same, right? Yeah. Like. He's just Everybody. a regular human Everybody. being like I don't all care, of us. Yeah, I don't care if it like this <clears throat> random person comes in to pick up one hoodie and you have no idea who this person is. Treat him just like the next person. Uh-huh. Or if they're or if it's Marshawn Lynch coming in, treat him like a regular person. Because that's the, that's the name of the game to me, right? People are like, oh, you can you get me it's, uh, an autograph? I'm like, no, I don't. Like, no. Do you, like do, do am I asking you for an autograph? Like, you know, like like no, like I autog- like why do I want an autograph from somebody? Right. You know, like really I'd rather have a conversation. Like I'm down that's with that. Yeah, I mean oh, that's yeah. more meaningful. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, that's yeah, more meaningful yeah. in itself. Like sure. like I'm having You know an now now on a, on another note, like if my mom asked me for one to you know to get somebody's autograph then, then maybe well, that's a respectful thing. That's maybe, a respectful but, thing. But, but see even that's my mom even my mom even my mom now knows not to ask me that. But here, okay, so since I'm on, since we're on the, um, I feel like I'm, I'm getting braggadocious a little bit now. You guys are, like, you, guys are you guys are making me bring out we're some stories. You, up, dude. you guys are making me bring, cause, but this, this is one of my favorite stories, right? So, 2005, maybe 2006, I'm like running around New York City with my cousin Dustin, and we're like running around, and this woman Deborah is calling me, like blowing my phone up. And I, back in the BlackBerry days, right? Mm-hmm. Blowing me up, blowing me up. And finally, I'm like, Deborah, what's up? Like, like I'm, like I'm running, you know, I'm like literally running through the streets of New York to go to this thing, to go to this thing. And I have my laptop with me always because, like, I'm, I, like, I have to be able to do something no matter where I am or whatever, whatever time of the day is. Like, that's sort of a life I've lived for a long time. And she's like, Jeremy, I need you to do this. I'm like, Deborah, like okay she's like no can you do it right now she's like i'll have kareem call your dad to say hello and i'm like oh deborah you didn't have to do that but wait kareem will call my dad she's like yes I'm like all right so why so my dad calls me and i did what she needed yeah i, it was like it I had to do something pull my computer out pop into a Starbucks, dig in for an hour or something. It wasn't like crazy, but I had to figure out how to do it. Okay. My dad calls me the next day. He's like, Jeremy, we got a message from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on no. our phone. Wait. <laughs> Bro, he did it. And they say he's not that kind of dude like that. And, and Kareem wow. called my dad and left a message on the voicemail that said, hey, Mr. Castro, this is Kareem wow. Abdul-Jabbar. What? I just want to let you know how 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 do or how cool your son how is. How cool your son is. <laughs> he got a call yeah. from the man who fought Bruce Lee. Yo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like for oh, real. Famer. And I was like, oh, and God, I was like, bro. oh my God. I was like, I and I called Deborah. I was like, Deborah, dude. Wow. Like, like I can't believe you you, I can't believe you threw that one out there. Damn. I was like, I appreciate it. Like that made my dad day and it made my day. But come on, Deborah. You know I got your back. Like, like you, you don't have to do that. You didn't have that. to throw that bone. Yeah. No, but that was yeah. good for. You know what, man? When you when, when you reach a certain age, like when we get sixty, I don't know how old your old man uh, is and uh, your mom. Yeah, yeah, he's. he's but man, he's those like, are the moments for them. Yeah. Yeah. That's forever. that moment. For, oh, like, that, because I'm with you on with yeah. celebrities. Like I'm, I get happy. <laughs> like oh okay. Yeah. But for them, 
That is <laughs> like your dad was cheesing. Oh, he might have played it off with you, but he I bet you he tripping. was cheesing. Yeah, at first, yeah, he was like, he didn't understand it because he's like, is this an ad? Like, yeah, is, is this, this a... like, is this like, what, what's right, like, Jeremy? It was green, like, and I was want? like, dude, yeah, daddy called you. <laughs> wow, <laughs> got the verification. Yeah, You're like, yeah. One of the, so Kareem's story I got. That's so one crazy. is crazy. Like, he came into, he flew into Las Vegas one time for this this trade show we were doing. And I made a critical, critical, critical error with him one time where he was hungry. <clears throat> we got back to the MGM. He was like on a flight all day. He was at this booth with us at this trade show, heading back to the hotel. So I brought him back to the MGM. And this is what's crazy is the MGM is sort of built for, it's like they have a lot of Chinese clientele that go to the MGM. So like the, the feng shui of the whole build, everything is oh, sort wow. of like, I didn't know towards that. it, like oh. the way all the doors open, like really interesting, interesting things. But it also means some of the the hallways are very short, I guess. Something. Oh, I didn't know that. So either. I'm walk. We're we're at the suite that's literally all the way down from the elevator to the end of our wall, like a couple hundred feet. And every 20 feet, there's like this pillar. And every 20 feet, Cream would be walking. He'd have to like bend his head down so he didn't hit the pillar all the way down the hallway and he was already tired and yeah and he's like all right he's like hey jeremy you think you can get me some food and like you know i want to take a nap and i'm like all right so i ordered some food and i think i ordered like he said he just wanted some soup or something so i ordered some split pea soup right didn't think nothing of it and uh, he calls me he's like hey jeremy like uh, uh the split pea soup has pork in it and I'm like, oh, oh damn, dude. Damn. I was like, man, things. I was like, I was just, I was kind of, oh. I was, I was very ignorant to like, yeah, too many things at that stage of like where I just made a very, um, like sort of critical decision making error when I was yeah, like, damn, yeah. what is he gonna want to eat? He wanted yeah. soup, so I got him, and I like yeah. didn't even put the pieces together that like, dude, like split right. pea soup usually has pork in it, yeah, yeah, and That's... he doesn't eat pork, right. right, 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 and it was like that was like a moment where I was like. Dumb. Yeah, I got. I was like, dude, I got caught slipping, dude. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he didn't give it to no, you. No, I mean, come no, on. I know, I know, still. but still. But well, it was one know, of those. Right. It was one of those mindful things, right? Of it's like, a mindful yeah, thing. Yeah, and that's yeah. kind of what 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 really made me think about it is like, wow, even those little inconsequential decisions. Sometimes you need to figure out how to be mindful of them, right? And that's just a. That and that's of, taking yourself out, like mm-hmm. out of like what normal is normal for you, mm-hmm. and like you have to like really sit down with that decision, and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. this is the obstacle I have. Let's pull back a little bit before it's so reactive, mm-hmm. you know? Yep, yep. A lot of people you? are just reactive oh, on a lot of shit. Two, that was 2005, so I was 28, probably. Damn. Something like that. Damn. So he looked at him like... Oh, he wasn't tripping. Yeah, he wasn't tripping like but, he's a baby in the yeah, game. Yeah, he wasn't tripping. But he was also letting me know. Letting you know, dude. Right, yeah, man. You're, you're like, right dude. about that, dude. Yeah, he was... But at the... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was... He was like, yeah, you're right about that, though. Dude, Hall of Fame, you know, dream of dude's bar, Muslim, yeah. you know? So another, like, another funny story. Oops. So I bought a... Uh, <laughs> I had a 1999 BMW 740 IL, right? My uncle... The same uncle that gave me the screen printing machine, I bought this car off of him because I had a big GMC Yukon, like a, like a 95 or something, and this is in 2005. So I ended up getting that thing for a couple reasons. One, because it was dope and my uncle was selling it. It's a dope-ass ride. I drive to Canada and back. It was a smooth ride. Nice. But I also kind of got it because I had an opportunity in that car because it was the stretch. Back, like the back seat was stretched in the 740IL, so it was a little longer, which meant that and Cream doesn't drive cars. So 
and I found this out because I had my Yukon and he like he was hungry or we we're gonna go somewhere and he didn't drive so he always would hop in somebody's car interesting and yeah why doesn't he drive cars I don't know I don't know oh, he you doesn't never drive maybe it's because I think honestly because it's probably uncomfortable when you're seven foot. Yeah, it's uh, huge. Right, gotcha. you can't get Maybe, in a lot you know, of the yeah. cars. Wow, you just educated yeah. me also. Like I think, I mean, I think that's probably what it is. And so, when I got an opportunity to get that car with stretched back seat, I'm like, aha! If I get this car, Cream's always gonna want to ride with me. <laughs> right. Like yeah. if there's ever if I'm ever around him and because we were around quite you know quite often for a little bit. <laughs> he's gonna be homie, homies. Like, he's like he's like yo man. He's like. He's like, I'm hungry. I'm like, Kareem, I, I got you. Yeah. Just another, re, you know, another way for me to be able to spend half an hour yeah. just with me and him. Oh man. Like you know, and so I got that car like literally so I could drive him around a little bit. But he's a deep person. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Like I'm, I, I can't even say like, uh, like it's hard to remember, just because it was so long ago. But it was like, I mean, there was times we'd be stuck in LA traffic, just me and him, in the car together, just whatever talking about stuff <laughs> like just what well, i don't know know what it was but yeah. it was we just talked that's a and it wasn't like it yeah. was necessarily all the most important things in but the it world, was still but an it was, intimate it, moment. yeah it was just conversations again going back to that idea of just people are just people yeah and it doesn't matter who it is you should treat them right yeah right and i think yeah. that i think that that's kind of the what what i hope this business and that you know it, it is a business right like because there's all the businessy things that we got to do here but I think I sort of tackled t- like T-shirts to me when I was doing business school. You would learn all these business cases, right? So you would take like the Airbus, whatever, the A380 or whatever it was, and they would take these business cases around. Like you were in the uh, automobile manufacturing mm-hmm. and supply chains and all that stuff. And when you get into the big world of corporate business, they do these case studies around things of like, okay, the just-in-time supplying of like – if it's Toyota and Numi, you said, right? Numi. Numi. Like, and you were doing this one component, well, and they think they need 100,000 components. Do you make all 100,000 of them and just ship them to them? Or do you make 5,000 at mm-hmm, a time? Mm-hmm. So that way, if you ever have to change something, you're not sitting on all stuck this, on stuck yeah. on this inventory. Right. And so this, this type of stuff is whatever. It's what you kind of like what I was learning in business school. And they use this word widget all the time. Whenever yeah. they were trying to describe a, a product that was generic right like spacely sprockets and you know like think of like the jetsons or something right and so like the widget is this thing that like it's usually a commodity so it's something that everybody needs and it's something that can usually the supply and the demand can be predictable and it can be altered and the price can be determined based on supply and demand so the widget is this ultimate thing where you can increase the demand and increase the supply you can have a price that's um, sort of dictated by like where it's being sold, who's telling you to buy it, qualities about this thing, like the like the, all these positioning things that you can position, whether it's a widget that you can charge a dollar for or the same exact widget in France you could charge a thousand dollars for it, right? Whoa, interesting. And that, like that's the idea of like supply and demand, right? Right. right. Changes. And, and so when I I went into business school chasing this idea of finding pride in t-shirts right and so what i determined was in business school, I was like damn t-shirts are the ultimate widget it's like this thing where you can experiment with a business model and constantly it's some, constantly and it's something that everybody needs and it's something like i have a t-shirt that i can 
I can buy it for a dollar sixty-one. It's probably one of the cheapest. The cheapest shirts you can buy right now is probably a buck sixty-one, right, for a white. Maybe like Port and Company PC fifty-four or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's probably made in either Vietnam or maybe in Nicaragua or something like that, right? Yeah. Cheapest possible shirt you can get on the kind of the open market, and I could. So that shirt is a dollar sixty-one. I could take that shirt, buy it, and go sell it at the, the swap meet for like I don't know three bucks. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I could double my money. Double. Probably right. Or I could take that shirt and I could put that heart and that hand on it for you and charge you you know twenty bucks or something like that. I could print on my digital printer. Or somebody might need five thousand of them with that. Or you might need five thousand of them with that heart and the hand, and maybe you get them for me for like five bucks or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Or maybe you're you're Kanye West and you put something on it, you sell that shit for one hundred twenty dollars, right? Like, or you go sell it at, at Macy's or Barney's or right. some fancy cool store. That same exact shirt that's a dollar sixty one, which means that that company, Port and Company, whoever's making that blank shirt, is probably getting it made for like a buck. Which means how much are they paying the factories, oh, whatever. Yeah, like yeah. You can go all the way the deep cost, down the supply the service. chain. Right. right. But this widget is something where you can you could play with that whole game, right? Of of the manufacturing process, the price that the open market's going to buy the blank one for, and then everything after that, which is what I'm involved with, is like the decorating, the design, whether it's Dave Chappelle or Cypher Sounds or that name right there, Enya. Enya she, samples. She, she's dropping her stuff tomorrow. Tight. Her friend Drew just dropped something last Saturday, Friday. He did $175,000 worth of revenue. What? T-shirt, hoodie, the all the embroidery. We're embroidering his pants right now. He took some white Dickies painter's pants. And Enya, he's got like 500,000 followers on Instagram. She has like 1.1 million. Nice. Wow. So she's, she, she's she, building she, her own brand. She, Kills it, right? Yeah, I, wow. and so, she's yeah. Did. and right. so like, so that's like, re- okay, I yeah. see what you're saying. It's like every single person has a different platform to like, to provide whatever it, they're gonna provide for. And, and the so widget, and the widget for me is a T-shirt. I've I've determined that that I can figure out the game that I'm playing is how do I take this widget and figure out ways to get it to people. And especially if I if it's Dave Chappelle, like he could probably sell his shirt for fifty dollars if he wants to, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And so what I'm trying to do is build up this this service that will help them create these things that they feel pride in that they want to share with people, where everybody can make some bucks, right? Yeah. Wow. yeah. And then what I'm looking at is for me, my goal is I'm not chasing money, right? I am chasing money in the sense of like. I need it because that's how we pay all our bills and keep it going. Maybe buy some houses, make it sustainable. Yeah. But so really, this this idea, what I'm chasing, is this business model where it's about building a team. It's about infusing compassion into the team. It's about feeling pride in what we do and who we do it for. It's about building a team that's got each other's backs. Right. When when the pandemic comes down, like how do we all help yeah. each other get right. through? And so the experiment that I'm kind of doing is like, okay, the, that business side, T-shirts and all that stuff. But really, I'm using, I feel like this business is a platform of really trying to figure out how we can reinvent how we think about what we do every day, right? Like, what do we do for work every day? Who do we spend our time with every day? Mm-hmm. Who do we do it for every day? Yeah. And my goal is, like I said earlier, my dream job is to kick it all day. 
because if I get to kick it and just talk to you guys all day and talk to other people all day, like that's kicking it to me. Yeah. That's what I want to do all day, right? And at the same time, ideally empower the people on my team to do things that they love. Right. right? And you it's know? just ripple effect. Yeah, and we all just, just do something we love, yeah. right? And for me, like I love putting t-shirts on people, getting t-shirts on people's backs, right? Because, you know, the adage, you know, I'll take the, my shirt off my back, right? Like I'll, I like to think that what we do is that, like putting, like helping put shirts on people's back. Now, mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be literally the shirt that's on my back, but it's the idea of this sort of, you know, the, the basic human needs, man. Like, you know, we need to be warm. We need to like express ourselves. We yeah. need, we need to have like relationships and communications yeah. and you know yeah. and i think that t-shirts kind of do that man no, like they do. you know that hoodie's going to keep you warm when it's cold oh yeah right yeah. and people are like yo what's that right and it's a sub meaning yeah. behind it and it's a history yeah. and it's a story shirts mean a lot yeah you know, i mean think about this it means what you're doing with that shirt right so who you're giving it to it means a political movement it means love mm-hmm. it means let me sh- it just means any kind of expression you could think of. Mm. And I never thought about it until today. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Boom. Up, I'm with Boom. that, man. Boom. And I think, I think that, like, just to bring all the pieces <laughs> together, like, you know, because, first of all, I feel like this is the first ever podcast I've done, too. Yeah, which is freaking awesome. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm kind of I'm I'm wigging out a little bit. Um, especially because now I'm like, oh, okay, you, I just got all the stories out right quick. <laughs> dude, yes, you dumped <laughs> out some gems, yeah, dude. Yeah. No, this, um, is, this is gems. Yeah. And I'm a Major. little, like, I'm a little, like, like, so the other day, so Molly Watkins, my boy that the dancing in the street. The, oh yeah, 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 like, yeah. So he's the guy. Like I told you, I, I hurt my shoulder. Right, wearing the shirt right me. Now. Oh, you're wearing the shirt. I'm wearing the shirt. Oh, right there now, we go, dude. <laughs> That's a whole nother. St- I got like stories for days. So Molly, Molly's the guy that we made that shirt for. Okay. Dancing in the street for justice, Alameda, California. He was a uh, uh, he was a, assaulted. His civil liberties were assaulted in Alameda by by a bunch of police officers when, oh, he was, wow. when he was doing his morning exercise in front of his house. How long ago was this? May May twenty third, two days before George Floyd died. No way. And it was it was pretty brutal. And I got like Chris, Chris's mom over here on my team. Like Chris oh. Chris's mom hit me up a couple day a couple like days before the news broke, and she's like, Hey Jeremy, I'm Facebook. Do you know anything about this? And this is like the Alameda grapevine kind of stuff. And yeah. it was something about a black man getting, um, you know, abused by the police. Or, you know, I can't remember what it was it, that it said. I was like, you know, I did some quick digging. I was like, Denise, I, I haven't heard anything about this, right? And she goes, all right. A couple days later, she sends me something again on Facebook. And now the news was breaking because there was somebody in one of the houses that caught the video of the altercation that the cops had on Central Avenue in Alameda. And the news broke. And I get home, it was a Friday night, probably. What time is it now? Like, it's about to be 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I probably got home from work at like 10, sitting in my, my like, my girlfriend was already sleeping, you know, because that's kind of the, the nights I tend to work. And I get home, I'm, I think I'm eating a bowl of cereal or something like that, and I'm like looking at Facebook on my phone, and the news breaks about the story. I watched the video, and they the same day they released the um, the police the the officer footage, right? And Mali and I didn't know who he was or anything about him at the time. Is like the cops approach him, 
like you know like hey sir we got a call that you know is everything okay are you all right are you gonna hurt anybody you're gonna hurt yourself he goes man i'm just out here exercising you know like oh sir you know blah blah blah. he goes hey so guys i just live right there i'm you know i'm cool i'm about to go home there's no problem right and at that stage it turns and the cops perceive him to be a threat for some reason so they literally attack him right and you know this is two days before george floyd went down so they were like you know it, it was that kind of stuff like that's the stuff that seems to be happening right and the whole time and this is when the, my emotion where this t-shirt that Domingo's wearing was born was Molly was like he was getting manhandled not really he was allowing them to sort of manhandle him right, now right. that I've learned who he is he could have he could have fought back he could have fought back and probably fucked all those cops and he up didn't want no trouble, he didn't want no and, trouble um, right, right. like you know he didn't want any trouble he was just out there doing his exercise doing his 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 finding his wholeness he's like physically active and he's provide like he's now at brand marinade he's technically our chief wholeness officer is a title mm-hmm. we, we've given him because <laughs> he wants to help bring us all wholeness right, right now and so he comes in here and, and we talk and train and all that stuff and so i'm watching this video and this is what i hear molly yelling to the saying to the cops gentlemen 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 i was just dancing in the streets gentlemen Gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. Meanwhile, they're like throwing their knees in his back, twisting his arm up. And there's three cops like, like, and he's just like, gentlemen, like trying to like, like appeal to their human side. Gentlemen, gentlemen, while they're manhandling them. Right. And I'm like, I'm fucking crying at my table. Like, I'm just like, dude, and this is in Alameda. Yeah. Right down the street. This is like, this is where we're from. And I'm like. I'm like, damn, this is not cool. You know, this is Ju- the first week of June. George Floyd was 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 just murdered. People are in the streets protesting. You know, I'm getting masks to everybody. I yeah. Printed, I print. I was printing T-shirts. I made a. I made a decision. So this is a whole nother. I mean, I know we gotta probably go, but like, after the mask thing went down, social justice movement went down. Yeah. And I made a commitment, and I you know tend to do what I do. And I said, I am only going to print shirts for social justice this month. Unless somebody needs some real important shit, that's all I'm doing. And I was doing, this is the this is the dumbness in me. Uh, dumb maybe isn't the right word, but I wasn't charging anybody for anything, right? Oh, shit. I was like... Yeah. You were compassionate. Yeah, yeah it was the yeah, passion. Yeah. It didn't matter. And, and I was like... And part of me is like... And this is, this is at the time when... Think about the national dialogue. The protests were violent. The protesters were were like hooligans. The protesters were burning buildings down. Mm-hmm. And that's what the dialogue they were trying to make the narrative about that. Right. right. It was so a they can so they can say, Oh, you know what? Like, like they can Right, yeah. right. Right. Yeah. When I was and, talking to people who are Republicans or not yeah. even Republicans, and I'm sorry. But people <laughs> I don't want to put people they kind in of didn't give a fuck. Right, and they were like, well, the only thing they told me was like, oh, they're burning buildings. They're burning buildings. Yeah. They're, they're burning buildings. What about the people who, what yeah. about the people that aren't burning buildings? Who aren't burning buildings? And what about the people when it goes back to yeah. when you're unarmed and you're getting choked? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For real. And so, I my goal at that stage was it's my duty and my obligation to figure out how I can provide the people that are protesting some sort of a uniform so a cohesiveness can be created 
right? We're like, we're not out here burning buildings down. We're out here protesting and making noise for this cause, right? And so, and I feel like this is the this is the way I think from a sports perspective is think about that movie, The Bad News Bears, or something, mm-hmm. right? Like. Mm-hmm. A bunch of ragtag ass little kids. Nobody give a crap. Nobody give a crap about them. But then you get some way to unify them, and then they get uniforms, and like, you know, all of a sudden that uniform is something you're pr- you're proud yeah, of. Right. And I took I took my my the the idea of um, team and where uniforms fit in, and I wanted to be the uniform provider for the protesters. I, I was just making sure. I mean, it's like, that was your con- your, your contribution. That was to, my contribution to the whole thing yeah. that was happening. So Erico hit me up. One of the biggest protests. It was I think the 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 weekend George Floyd went stuff went down. It was on a Friday, right? So Saturday Sunday was like pandemonium. Like I remember Killer Mike. Remember in, yeah. in Atlanta, he yeah, said yeah, yeah, he yeah, said yeah. we gotta. That was a intense. We gotta we gotta, we gotta oh, like beautiful. mobilize. We gotta strat. We gotta strategize. We gotta mobilize. Like he had his little right, things. Right. And I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like, fuck, okay. And this is like, the the national dialogue was protest, burning buildings down, like all this stuff. And I was like, how do we start mobilizing ourselves? And the first protest where true mobilization happened in Oakland, and by mobilization I mean sort of organization, mm-hmm. was the one that started off at Oakland Tech. The it was the protest that happened on a Sunday night. I think I think it was Sunday, maybe Monday. It had to be Monday. So the <clears throat> Oakland students organized a protest that started off at Oakland Tech. Eric was a teacher at Oakland Tech. Mm-hmm. He put me in touch with the kids that were organizing. I said, hey, kids. like, And there was a, a teacher that I was working with. I was like, do you guys need T-shirts? They're like, yeah, that would be great. Like, we, yeah, we could use some shirts. So I printed up like 500 of them, showed up on my electric tricycle that I was rolling around Marshawn on because I ended up getting one. And... <laughs> Rolled up and I posted up on the corner with a couple teachers and we handed out 500 t-shirts, right? Right. There's probably like 15,000 people there. But what I recognized that day was that the mobilization started happening. Where like people, you started to see t-shirts. People were making their own shirts, writing shit on it. People were making signs. Right. Expressions. Expressions. And it was also like, it showed your intent and your purpose, right? Like I am here to protest. I am not here to fucking burn buildings down. I am... I am here for what what we're all here for. You guys can say what you want on the news and try to flip the script on us, but at the end of the day, we're here for this. And I'm like, my first business cards for Brand Marinade said Jeremy Castro, messenger of sorts. It's like I'm like more of a messenger than anything, right? Mm-hmm. And so at that moment, especially during the month of June, I was like, dude, it's my obligation to get a message out there, right? I need to use these t-shirts to try to unify people. Mm-hmm. I need to use these t-shirts to give people something to rally behind. So I just found all these organizations that I could work with and people that I could work with to get people. And we dedicated the whole month of June just to print, like, the in Marin. Like, shit, man, we probably printed 3,000 shirts for the city of Marin. Like, mm-hmm. And it was for a couple of homies of mine, like, friends of friends that found me, and they're like, Jeremy, we got we got this protest going off, and I printed up hella shirts for him, right? And yeah. and it was like You're the playing. whole city of Marin was being held down, right, by yeah. my friends, and they were the ones they were handing out shirts, and everybody was unified around it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that so going back to the shirt that Domingo's wearing, I'm sitting at my table on like June sixth or whatever it was, and I'm crying, you know, just being like a a, a little crybaby or whatever, like you know Friday night, like damn. 
and I do what I do. I whip my computer out. I did this little design, the one you're wearing right now, and I, I put it on Facebook, and I said, hey, if I print any of these, does anybody want one? <laughs> like, you know, because I was like, I'm fucking pissed. Yeah. This shit doesn't happen. This shit, it happens in our town, and we know it. Which like, is shocking. Yeah, but it's shocking, but it's it also happen. like... It's also like it, it happens, It's right? a wake-up yeah. call. And, and this one, this one, I feel like it was time to wake the fuck up. Yeah, because we've been living in a bubble for yes. so long. And, like, it's a it's a pop bubble, basically. It's like, this is real, yeah. even in our own small town that's yep. and this what we were national raised. news, and, it's yeah. like, nationally, it's like we're talking about this. Yeah. Right. And so I, like, Aaron Craw hit me up on Facebook, and he's like, Jeremy, if you want to give out some of those shirts, come pop in front of my spot, the old red onion spot. Yeah. So I, next morning, show up here, just like with a mask, call a couple people in, we print up some shirts, and I go meet up with Aaron, put it on Facebook. Next thing you know, 250 people roll through, hand them some shirts, they take off. Yeah. You're like, can I give you money? I'm like, no, 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 no. This is there's no transaction around this. This is transactionless. Yes. Right. And a couple people gave Purpose. us money. Like they wouldn't, they wouldn't take no for an answer. So I gave it to Aaron. Aaron sent that money to Ryan Hadley. And if you remember Ryan Hadley, mm-hmm. he's in jail. Yeah. I get a, I get a, word gets to me, and Ryan's been in jail for many, many years. You know, he was around, there's around this age. Yeah, yeah. You know that we were all kicking it. Yeah. Word gets back to me from sort of the network of people. They're like, Yo, Jeremy Scrappy says thank you. <laughs> like you know, for sending him some money. Jesus. And I'm like, damn, okay. He's like, in jail. Yeah. Like it just went like this. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, that was the only money I took from any from. And we ended up giving out about 1,200, 1,300 shirts. Wow. Right. And so the next day was the, the 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 big protest in Alameda where we gave out about a thousand of them. Right. And like, <clears throat> but that's. I think just going back, you know, again, I'm, I feel like I'm getting kind of, bo- I'm boasting or something right now, but like, but that's what it's about. No, that's, no, that's you know, not boasting, bro. Yeah, it's not boasting. That's boast, that is not boasting. <laughs> and I've been, and I don't like doing this and saying this. And Jeremy, you're going to hate me for saying this. <laughs> but, I, and, and it's, sometimes they say you are who you associate with, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Domingo D, what I call him. Like, I got love for D, right? Mm-hmm. When you know your brother is, brothers, is when you can fight. Mm-hmm. Say, your mama's this, your mama's that. <laughs> and then the next day, he's like, what do you want from Denny's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, scrap it up. <laughs> right. And But I'm going back around this, hearing you the whole day, man. Uh-huh. And I, it is weird, because I haven't said this in a while, in a long <laughs> time. But dude, Jeremy... You are a beautiful person, oh, bro. Like I, no I mean doubt. that, and I, no doubt. And it's like I come from that old school. Like I lived in Oakland, born in Oakland, Georgia, Maryland, and you really don't throw that that <laughs> kind of stuff out like yeah, that. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But man, yeah. look, you got you had your own business, huh. and you threw out to what you thought was a cause. Mm-hmm. You get me? Like I walked. I was walking. It. I was walking. You know, in uh, about Floyd and uh, you know the little march and stuff, because mm-hmm. that was the best I had. Mm-hmm. But you, <laughs> dude, you contribute, yeah. Yeah. and you was like, you know what? You don't gotta give me a cent, people. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dumbass for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dumbass. But you really wasn't, yeah. man, because yeah. that shows you yeah. Yeah. 
Because a lot of people, man, in life, in this day and age, and, and people don't want to throw love out and let people know. And, yeah, you like, a person, you know, we're like, well, it all shucks, mister. But let's, let it be known, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, I just met you today. <laughs> but you are a beautiful person, dog. And don't, don't come back with no witty thing. No, I'm gonna. And, I got. I got. So, I got, I, yeah, I got, got love for you. I got man. No, you gotta. You keep, gotta keep talking because I'm gonna look for something that I'm gonna. I'm gonna got, come back. Gotta, I'm gonna. I'm gonna come back on that because I want you to know one is that I appreciate that immensely. Like I don't take that lightly. What you just said to me because I really, I really hope that people think that of me. I really do. Like I, I live my life in a way where I hope that that's how people see me because that's who I try to be, right? I really try to be that person, and I try to, I try to do it by doing it. Yeah, right? like living it. Yeah, like you have to live it, right? And now I'm not perfect because I've, I've done some asshole shit in my life too, right? And just like I remember uh, E4, you got to do in order to do some right, I had to do some wrong, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it's like okay, like yeah, not that that's the way you always want to live, but in order to understand something, you have to like maybe live both yeah. sides or experience and, both and, sides. And I look at you know I don't know like I look at like this picture of Calvin right here, and it really makes me like I get sad every like I have this picture I've had this picture up in every house I've ever lived in, every place I've lived in because it's a reminder to me. It's a reminder that not everybody sort of has a chance to express who they really are. Right. Right. And I think Calvin is one of those people that, I mean, he had a hard life, man. Yeah, he did. He had a really hard life, and I feel like I saw a side of him. But and there I was think, moments, yeah, yes. there were moments to him that flourished. Yes. You know, like, he was a yeah. smart dude. Yeah. yeah. I was I was a really good friend of him, too. And, he, and, and, yeah, and I look at this, and I'm like, man, Calvin is an inspiration to me because I feel like I wish I had more time with Calvin. Because I think I could have brought out, I could have figured out how to bring out some of the better qualities in him, and not let some of those other qualities take over. Because that's, yeah, because we were talking earlier about people put telling you who you are, right, and like putting you into that bucket or whatever. Right. Like Calvin was in a bucket. He was from 98th in Oakland. His mom and his dad were shot on mm-hmm. 880 in a yeah. car while they were driving on the freeway. Yeah. Had to, live with his, had to live with his grandpa. That dude. And grandpa. Man. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And that I, I, dude I don't was amazing. I love that dude. I don't want to make this a sad moment. No, it's not. So I'm the mom and dad passed. <laughs> yes. And then him and his brother. Yes. Wow. Yeah, him and his brother were murdered. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is so yeah. deep. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. And I look at this stuff like, you know, Calvin was like my best friend. And we had some, you know, and I'm going to say, you know, sort of say this out loud is like the first time I said the word nigger was to Calvin. And I'm going to say this like, you know, this is like public knowledge now. Yeah. I use that word because I never understood. I never used it before. I never knew what it meant. And I said it to him and I didn't know what it meant. And he fucking taught me, you know, like I learned a, I learned a lesson that like, damn. Like, I was just before this picture, probably, like, a year before that picture, maybe. Crazy. Right? And it was a word, like, I didn't know what it meant. I had no clue, but I knew it was a word that, that you, you would call around. black people yeah. sometimes, you maybe, right? Around. Yeah, yeah, like, I didn't quite know, and I used it in this moment of just, like, anger. 
right? Just like the anger can't, you know, the dark side or something was like coming through me or something. And that was the only time I've ever used that word like that in that way, right? And it was like, it was something that, like, man, it it was profound. Yeah. Like, I, don't even know how, I don't even know how to say, like, I just, yeah. it was like the, I didn't know what, I didn't know, and it told me, it taught me the value of what a word is. Like I was saying a minute ago, like the word boss. Yeah. Right? And then I said, okay, well, word boss, just like some of these words that, that were racism like you know words strengthen and reinforce racism right, right? Mm-hmm. and like and i want to say when i when i used that word that time like that shit changed my world view of like how powerful words were because i didn't mean the word how it is or what it is well or, you didn't mean it but in I the said, history it meant yeah but i said it in a way of anger right, right? and it was like and he fucking checked me. Like, Calvin, like, checked me hard. Where I was just like, <laughs> I mean, you know Calvin. Like, snappy. Yeah. Hella like, snappy. He checked me. And, and he was my best, you know, he was oh, my best friend Calvin, for a long time. Dude. You know, and like, until, you know, like, he, you know, went on some different paths at some yeah. stage. But like, it happens. But, you know, and I I'm, I'm sort of don't want to make that too much of like a story outside of like, I, th- I learned a valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. I used that word one time in my life in the way that other people use it, and like, it shook my world up in a in a deep yeah. in a deep deep yeah. way, right? And like, <clears throat> I have this picture with me to this day. Like, I mean, this is literally from 1989. Yeah, right? I saw it. Yeah, yeah, it was right, right up there. Yeah, when I was it's, coming over here, I saw the word. Like you said, it's clock. like yeah, you. I didn't you know that treat, was you though. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, you treat. And, yeah, he had a mullet. And then yeah. so, nah, but that you was like that wasn't people, even. That was like a. Uh, that was almost some curls, man. You don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I was yeah. a mullet, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you treat people. You you don't know you don't mm-hmm. know when their their lives are gonna be with you for the, forever or tomorrow or the next day or an hour mm-hmm. it doesn't matter so you have that imprint you have that impression or that opportunity to make something beautiful Mm -hmm. or like a connection or relationship like you're you have that opportunity to to change somebody's life you know to be an inspiration or vice versa yeah or yeah or vice versa of course it's it's always great when it's a two-way street right when it's reciprocated that to me that's the goal is reciprocation with everything is like yo i love you and you love me that's the way we want it, right? right? And it's then like, just keep building yeah. off of that. Because when you're living like that, you're living at a high frequency of love mm-hmm. and appreciation and gratitude. It just, it it circles around. You bring people in, and then people are, are that don't come from that background or don't have that understanding have an understanding of you, of who you are, mm-hmm. and that changes their perception as well. Right. So... Man, I want to. I definitely want to. I want to wrap this up. Here. But um, so I'm gonna the, the follow up that I wanted to see. I found I found the document right. Of like <clears throat> this is something I, I've I haven't read this out loud yet. Like this is a. Uh, let's see if I can like flip it. Let's see. So this is, um, like we I haven't we haven't made an announcement yet. Me and like Marshawn and like our deal, right? And I mm-hmm. think that the reason why I want to bring this up now, is because, like. I'm I'm committed, right? Like I've 
You're I, in it. Yeah. Like 100%. I'm, yeah, I'm in this thing. And I'm and I, the thing that I'm hoping to build and what I'm trying to do is create a sustainable organization and team and service that can do things like give out thousands of shirts when it's time to give out thousands of shirts. And the way I do that is maybe by, you know, Dave Chappelle selling 100,000 shirts or something like, cool, that, that'll finance the revolution, right, of like yeah. how we do this. Yeah. And building a team that delivers a service and does those things, that gives a fuck about people, that treats people right, that we can reciprocate all the things, we can all teach each other, we're all mentors to each other, mm -hmm. we have a coach-player relationship rather than a boss and employee relationship, mm -hmm. or like even going deeper rooted to that of like ownership, which is I think the way, it's like, yo, I'm paying your salary, I own you, right? right like, right, okay, no. slavery's gone, but Gotta I own that. you still, no, because you know what? If you don't do what I say, like you You're get fired, right? And I think that it's what crazy. I hope is, I think I found a vehicle, meaning being the fucking t-shirt guy, yeah. right? Where I can experiment, do a social experiment where I think I could build that thing. I think I could build this group of people that are down for the cause and where it's not money we're chasing, but it's really sustainability and and how we support each other through the process. Mm -hmm. The community. Right? It's a community, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and so this is this is what um, in the deal that Marshawn and I uh, signed, right? As 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 we're not really calling ourselves business partners, we're calling ourselves mission partners. <clears throat> so Tied. schedule A Tied. announcement. Jeremy Castro and Marshawn Lynch are excited to announce their partnership to further their respective public interest and benefit missions. While they have collaborated for years, the two have formally joined efforts in Brand Marinade LLC. Through the existing brands of Brand Marinade and Beast Mode, the two hope to continue on their missions um, and spread their Oakland roots throughout the nation. Dude, that's amazing. That's what we're doing, right? That's amazing. Isn't that isn't that yeah. like? But that's sick, a dude? great node yeah. to friendship. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's a that's a yeah. commitment. You know, that's beyond partnership. Yes. Like yeah. you said, that's friendship. Yeah, right? that's a friendship. Yeah. That on the nail, bro. <clears throat> and on on Marshawn's birthday, like when we were giving out all those masks, like I was getting ready to go. His friends were all coming up. They, were, you know, had some Hennessy ready for him, like to go <laughs> to kick it. Right. Is <laughs> after he just rolled around the town kicking it giving mass out Marshawn the whole day he was wearing a red outfit he had a king's crown on <laughs> like Classic. it was comedy right? Classic. <laughs> like pure comedy and everybody's waiting on him to go kick it we're back at his Rob Ben's restaurant and I'm like you know I do what I do I'm like packing everything up clean you know I'm like the dude after practice picking up all the balls and you know doing all that stuff which is kind of what I always did mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I'm getting ready to go I'm like hey Marshawn I'm about to cut dude like you know I gotta I'm gonna get home go get some dinner happy birthday man like have fun tonight, right? Yeah. Wear, wear your mask, you know, all that stuff. And so he walks over to me and he, you know, through the passenger window, rolls the window and he goes, he goes, hey man, for real though, this is my favorite birthday. Wow. He's like, he's like, thank you. And I'm like, hey dude, anytime, <laughs> right? Like dude, all the time. Right, anytime. And he goes, hey, have you ever been to my youth center? He's like, no, where's it at? He goes, hold up, everybody I'll be back. Hops in my car. He's like, all right, let's go. And we go down, we hit like San Pablo, we go down San Pablo. And his community center is like, I don't know, like seven or eight blocks from Rob Ben's restaurant. Yeah. And we park and he's like, he's like, this place right here, this is <clears throat> this is where we're gonna this is where we're gonna build a foundation to teach kids 
to give everybody a place to be, you know, like, and at the end of the day, the deal that him and I have is the profits from this business are going to go funnel to help build his family yeah. first foundation. Nice. You know, and it's like, so, so, so what I want to, and this is sort of part of what I want to start pitching to everybody about who, about what I'm doing is I'm trying to find a collective of people like him or like you guys, like anybody, my, our friends and family is in order for me to sort of continue chasing this dream where I don't go bankrupt because I'm giving t-shirts out to all the people that need t-shirts, right? And that's when I said I was dumb. Like any business person is like, right. Jeremy, you're stupid. Like, right. come on, dude. Like, like there's profit you know, in this. Yeah, not just profit, but like, yo, you, you got to protect your money, man. Yeah. Like, you know, and I get it. And I'm like, I'm not the best money protector. That's not who I am. I, you know, like I know how to generate the money. I'm good at that. Like I could do it. But I'm also a giver, right? But I'm also building up this model where I think I could be both, right? Because I think that I could buy a t-shirt for a couple bucks and somebody like that can sell it for 50 bucks. Yeah. And I can help them do that. There's plenty of money. There's a balance in that. Yeah, there's plenty of money in in this game that I'm playing. And I've been financing it all on my credit and, you know, like cash flows. I got a nice SBA loan, you know, which, which helped me do some things. Um, but at some stage, what my goal is is to find a collective of people that sort of are also down with this mission where contributing to it isn't always about extracting profits. Like, because Marshawn, he doesn't need any money that's coming from what I'm doing here. Like, he's not, he's not partnering with me because I'm going to make him richer. Yeah. Like, it has nothing to do with that, right? Yeah. He has, he's doing it, I think, because he likes me. And he believes in what I'm doing. Yeah, he believes right? it. Right? And I think that what I'm what I'm hoping to do, and this is going to be my 2021 kick, is like, yeah, I've got a list. My list of the people I work with is, like, legit, right? I've got an app that we're building that's going to help take this process, as you can see on the wall right there. We take somebody's concept, we turn it into design, we develop product, we build an e-commerce distribution strategy, we market it. We produce it, we ship it, we support it. Dope. From concept to customer, that's what we do. Okay, okay, I got right? you. Now I we help. We help you do all those things. Yeah. T-shirts is just one of the things we do, right? It's one of the, the mechanisms. But really what we do is we help somebody like Dave Chappelle or Cypher Sounds or Roland or Marshawn or Rough... I do all the Rough Riders stuff, yeah. right? Like fucking print shop in San Andreas doing all the Rough Riders stuff, right? Yeah. Like, or... It's Domingo Reynolds. Right, and you know you're, showing, I mean? you're showing, yeah. you're giving people the tools mm-hmm. and like what the possibilities are and yeah. then a full, basically a basic project. Yep. Like you're like, this is how you can do it and this is what we're going to support you at. Yep. And, and that, that's we're the, amazing. We're the infrastructure for that, right? That's amazing, yeah. dude. I mean, and so, brand marinade. Yeah, and dude. so the idea is that like, I'm, I'm getting to the stage where 2021 is, I want to take this to people because I want to be able to figure out how to finance this thing so it's not just on my back, right? Wow. And that's sort of the challenge. And that's the challenges that I've had the last couple of months is the pandemic, you know, it's been tough. Like, I had some big order, like g Easy, we did all of his stuff. He was supposed to go on tour. Yeah. didn't happen. That was right, only like 35,000 shirts. Uh, I was, like, building up everything uh, in here to handle that job for right. his tour. Yeah. That didn't happen, Canceled. right? Yeah. So like, no, this I, is like, not gonna happen. Like I promised you guys through this pandemic. But that's why those mugs will, or those people, yeah. that team. What did you call them? Who's you that? didn't call them. You teammates. Them teammates. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. I, I saw a story, and I'm. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a, it was a, a movie, right? <laughs> and the, the boss, 
like went, you know, he, he rose up big time, mm-hmm. right? And then at the end of the movie, he failed. It was a downfall. Mm-hmm. And he's just, him and his wife was looking at each other like, I forgot what movie. They're like, what the hell are we going to do? <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. at the end, the main characters who worked for him mm-hmm. brought everybody. They had a group meeting and they were like dropping stuff for the boss mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they had so much love and mm-hmm. him looking out. Yeah, well, that's you, bro. That's yeah, I'm you. with it. I just hope uh-huh. not to be. I just hope this thing doesn't go down. It right. won't. It just won't. Keep yeah. going. It won't. You I got think, too much passion. Yeah, and right? I think. And I think what it is, I look at it. Like, too much drive. It's. It's. It, I look at it like I'm investing in people because that's. That's where all the money. Yeah. The money goes. Like at the end of the day, in my in my business right here is like. You know, we got a lot of people, and everybody's got to pay rent, and you know, it's yeah. like, I, I committed to everybody, and. You know, I put my, you know, literally where my money, where my mouth was, and that was the test for me, because I, you know, I talk a lot of shit, and I got to make sure that, you know, like, I just, I just, you know, do what I'm, what I think I'm supposed to do. And you the, are doing it, though. And the good news that's, is, you're all doing it. we're crushing it right now in December, yeah. right? Like, and I think that's the other thing is I'm an, I'm an eternal optimist, right? So I'm like, oh yeah, we these October and November really sucked and every, you know, everybody knows how stressed out I get about all that because I got payroll every yeah, Friday yeah, yeah. and you know, the Amex bill got to right. be paid and but all that stuff. But you're rebounding. I yeah. mean, you're, you're making it yeah. done. I mean, look at, yeah. based on the proof, yeah. the proof is in the pit, yeah. pudding, Jer. I, and That's, I'm super yeah. proud of you, dude. I this is like that. amazing. Yeah. And like, <laughs> let's just keep building. I mean, yeah. it, I just, your story and like, all of this is just phenomenal, dude, and I'm so happy like Man. to be a part of it. You know, be part of your life and your history. I mean, we go way back, man, and it just don't stop. You yeah, know? and it's not right. It's not gonna stop. Yeah, and I think that that's I think this to bring this all back, right? Is like, you know, somehow you needed you wanted to do this special little thing, right? Yeah. This sweatshirt, and then it came out like you wanted to come. You know, I bought you. You've been, you've provided a soundtrack to my life for many, many years, right? Like many years, whether it be just DJing or like, you know, you always had this, this like, what music was Domingo listening to? That's what I wanted to listen to. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like you were a curator of music to me, right? So like you were always up on, and you were up on lots of different things. Like yeah. Domingo's music style yeah, it was, was pretty like, wide. you couldn't. You couldn't put you in a bucket at all. Yeah, it was pretty And then wild. you throw in the psychokinetics thing, like, dude, I was like number one fan. Like straight <laughs> you had a couple number one fans, but anytime they had a show, I would be and I don't really dance, but I'd be right in the front dancing yeah. anytime these dudes had a show. Wow. Because like <laughs> like you guys made us so proud, man. Like back when you were doing the psychokinetics stuff. It was stuff, a it was like, a it was a fine yeah, moment in history. It was, for us, man. It was it was and the music was dope and like and you guys we're doing it for a long time, right? There was a dedication. It was a, it was like this, this passion-driven thing mm-hmm. that, like, you know, like I, what I'm doing is passion-driven. Like what you were doing was passion-driven. Yeah. And that's, and I think that's the, to me, the fundamental root of, of what we need to all get back into is find our fucking passion. Yeah. It shows. Straight it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I think that. that that's what I want to thank for you for is like reminding me of those things too that's because, beautiful. because. That's beautiful. Like, you coming to me asking me to help you with that sweatshirt, like, like my passion isn't necessarily doing shirts for that dude right there. I mean, 
it is in some ways because there's a bucket list part like involved yeah, in that right. one. It's historic. But the passion for me is actually seeing you wear that sh- that right. sweatshirt right now. Oh. And you're I didn't know you were wearing the shirt underneath that. Yeah. Well, like, you didn't know. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> and I'm like, like automatic. Yeah. And I was like, it was automatic like, already. Like that is what fuels me. Like that's what my drive is right there. Yeah. You're part chasing of chasing that. You're and part of it. And it goes back it. to that Alameda data, Alameda High. Yeah. Like, dude, like seeing that's you wear this right now is like, I'm. That's I'm. That same feeling, I, I got it tonight. Dude. Yeah. And that's why I think why I'm like going so buck wild. I on, love uh, you, dude. I mean, right on, man. Right on, man. Yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah. Much respect. Yeah, for sure, man. Shots out to Jeremy Castro, brandmarinade.com. Um, there's so much. And we'd really love to have you again, dude. Hey, I, you are an amazing this guest. This is by far one of my. He says that every episode, but this no, one. So how many episodes have right. you guys got? 13? Oh, but, like, but this one. Yeah, this one <laughs> this I love. This one's a mega is one. This one the you, now? Yeah, okay. this, this is the longest. Parts, but this one, you <laughs> had me. Like, you, you was Oprah, and I was yeah. like, my hand, my fist right. was under my chin. Like, right. <laughs> Man. Actually, I haven't spoken this less. <laughs> like, I was like super. I, I love mean, it. You, I love you it. had you me. You had me it. intrigued. And when I knew he corner. was in, when I knew he was getting comfortable, is when that face mask came down. When the face mask came down. Easy. No, when I say came down, not all the way. Easy. Not all the way. Easy. He was still cautious. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Easy. I'm saying like that's. Had to talk. You had, and, and, and I love it, man. It yeah, was yeah, yeah. educational. It was fun. <laughs> it was loose, and that's what yeah, we want. That's man. what we want. I'm with it, man. Yeah. You know, when Domingo, you hear me ever like, hey, you want to do a podcast? I'm like, yep. Yeah, like, you're like. I was like, I've never done one before. You're like, like I'm in. I'm, I'm like, in. like, oh, and I was like, okay, if I'm gonna talk to somebody, <laughs> like, I'm down to talk to you. You know, it's like if it was some random podcast or something like. Right. Like, uh, you know, do I know you? I, yeah. can, I can still talk. But, but still, I, it's like but, uh, yeah. there's not this like this structure to it. So if I would have yeah. came in, you said, "Nigger, get out of here." Oh, no, no, kid, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just going back to it. Whatever, man. This is the. I forgot. This is the cancer coach. Wow. People cancel. I forgot. Oh no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, I was kidding. But you know, but I, no, I, I, you I'll tell you, like, I'm just I, but I, but I, I threw that out there just now, right? Of like that. I love the time it, I use that word. Yeah. No, no, no. I, would, I didn't no, mean no, to bring it back no, to but that. No, no, no. But I just mean like. I was just kidding, but no, I, I feel like I ain't mad at you. Like I'm, you know. But at the same time, it's like that's like, that's like the reality of some shit like that. Because there are I some people. It. There are some people that'll say that though. No, you right. still. Said, so I lived in the south. Yeah. yeah. Like I lived real. in Georgia for seven yeah. years. Exactly, and it's like, man, like that is just that's. I just, I can't even imagine, what right. that is like. Yeah. You know what that for some for. Like Miss Kyle in my math right, class. Right, Adam was right. doing that to me, but way less rooted in, in things. But she right. kind of treated me in that way. Like, yo, hey, dummy, get the fuck out of here. Right. And that's the reality yeah. of this Jeremy, world. You right. are right. a Amazing. inspiration. For this sure. is my last thing I'm going to say. <laughs> you are inspiration to our group, mm-hmm. who's in the 40s. You are inspiration to people in the 50s, 60s, right? <laughs> uh-huh. And then you are inspiration the kids who are coming up because they have they're going to go through people not believing in their whatever whoever whoever they are whatever culture they're in right Mm -hmm. and they're like if when people listen to this they say well if this man could do this we could do this yeah Mm -hmm. of course yeah thank you 
I'm with coming it. with it. The ripple effect. I'm with it. Shouts out to Jeremy Castro, yeah. Brand Marinade. Mingus Among Us. Alameda Forever. Uh, this is the Bay Hub Podcast. Oh, just shaking worlds up and giving mad hugs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> peace, love. Shouts out, Neil. You know what? I got shouts out. Yeah. For whoever Jeremy has shouts out for. Forget the people I know. Right. <laughs> if Jeremy say, well, I got shouts out to my girlfriend's mom for the man. Like, this is Jeremy's world right now, man. And I have, I have so much respect for him. For sure. Like I said, I'm done. Yeah. It's Jeremy's floor oh, to wrap man. it up. Jeremy, you have any shouts out you would like to give out? How much time we got? <laughs> hey, I got to give a shout out to my mom. Right. You know. Good shit. That's it. Nice. My mama. Bay Hub Podcast. <laughs> love y'all. Peace, love. We yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. On the new Bay Hub Podcast. Get, get, get the deep Bay Area vibe. Bay, 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 Bay Hub Podcast. Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. What an amazing time we had with Jeremy Castro. Thank you, dude. Uh, you're such a good bro. And uh, mad love and respect to you. On that front, uh, if you wanted to purchase the hoodie we were talking about, it's called Hand Over Heart. Uh, Jeremy made a snapback, a hoodie, and a t-shirt, and all the proceeds are going to go to the GoFundMe account for Sean Monterosa. So if you wanted to support your boys, if you wanted to support a great cause, please check that out. It's on goodmarinade.com, and um, please uh, check that out. So, um, man, what a great journey, and uh, thank you guys again. Stay tuned. Bay Hub Podcast.